Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. In a few days, 2020 will finally be history. I still remember back in January reporting on this strange new virus spreading in Wuhan, China. Little did any of us know how bad things would get. In March, it felt like we began a freefall into a period of uncertainty, isolation, and fear. The months that followed were like a roller coaster. It's now December, and looking ahead to the spring, I'll be honest, it's still going to be a bumpy ride. There are hundreds of thousands of people who will still be tragically affected by this virus. They will get sick, and they will die. They don't know it yet right now. It's not that they don't believe in this pandemic. It's that maybe they don't really think it'll happen to them. We're hearing some of the highest case rates, hospitalization rates, and death rates that we have heard throughout this entire pandemic. But at the same time, there is also hope. In the coming months, millions of Americans will be vaccinated against this coronavirus and hopefully will finally be able to change the trajectory of this pandemic. I can't wait for the day when I no longer have to be on TV all day talking about the number of deaths due to COVID-19. When I can finally get my hair cut properly again at a barber shop. When I can just sleep. You know, normally this time of year, people start thinking about their New Year's resolutions. So we decided instead to ask all of you, What are your post-pandemic plans? What is that thing you really want to do? That place you really want to visit? That person you really want to see? Back in March, this podcast just started as a way to answer all your questions and your concerns about the coronavirus. So we thought we'd end the year on a brighter note. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. I'm a very affectionate person. Like, I'm a hugger. I like to hug people. And it's my love language, and I haven't been able to practice that at all. And the lack of hugs is the most challenging part of this for me. This year has been isolating for so many of us. I can't tell you how many people who told me they are so ready to hug and to be hugged again and to connect in person and just to be physically together with their loved ones again. The first thing I'm going to want to do after the pandemic is over is literally hug everybody to the point that I think it will be very awkward. Like I will be an awkward hugger, over hugger, and I'm sorry in advance. I can't wait to resume having sleepovers with my little nieces. I can't wait to bake cookies with them and to snuggle and watch movies with them and to be able to fall asleep while we read stories together. Sometimes you just, especially in New York City, you just run into people that you haven't seen in a long time. I'm a hugger and I'm happy to see them and I don't want to think about where they've been or what they might have and I just want to be able to hug them and and not worry. In many ways, this felt like a lost year. 
a year where life was interrupted and just put on hold. When I first found out that my college graduation was canceled because of the pandemic, I was extremely upset. I was literally devastated. I can still remember how I felt when I first received the email from my school. I think I spent the entire day on the phone with my friends from college, like crying about how upset I was and that I couldn't believe that this was happening to us. One of our production assistants, Taylor Gaugano, graduated from college this year, but not the way she had dreamed of. This was a day that I was really looking forward to. My parents and my grandparents had literally booked hotel rooms for my graduation weekend a year in advance. And my grandma, who I'm very close with, my entire life, she had told me that she just wanted to stay alive to be with me at my college graduation, that she wanted to just make it to that day with me. And she did make it to that day with me, but it was literally a virtual graduation, and she wasn't allowed to come even to my house to celebrate it with me because of the pandemic. Taylor is hoping she'll be able to make it up in the future. If not next year, maybe 2022. I'm really hoping that when the pandemic ends, I can attend maybe the class of 2022's graduation ceremony and finally take those pictures and like have that moment with my friends and family wearing my cap and gown at the monuments on the National Mall. Residents of long-term care facilities have been one of the hardest-hit groups in this pandemic. My 87-year-old mother is in a nursing home, and I have not been able to hug her since March. Before the pandemic, we had weekly outings to the movie theater, or sometimes we just traveled the back roads of horse country in Kentucky, eating our ice cream cones. When this pandemic is over, and I can once again take my mother out, We've decided that I would rent a convertible, and no matter what the weather, we are putting that top down, heading to Dairy Queen and hitting the open back roads of Kentucky. That's our promise to each other post-pandemic. But life doesn't really wait. Not for anything. More time, unfortunately, wasn't what Erin Neal Hagmeyer had with her 94-year-old grandmother who passed away this year. Ironically, about six months ago, she said to my aunt, she said, you know, I do not want to pass away right now because no one will come to my funeral. She was very traditional, so she wanted like the traditional visitation and the traditional funeral she had. I mean, it was down to she had songs picked and the outfit picked that she wanted to wear and all of those things. And it just like breaks my heart because She knew, like, she knew that it wouldn't be able to be what she wanted. And that's so tragic. After 94 years, like, she should get to have the funeral service that she wanted to celebrate her life. Because of the pandemic, the funeral was very simple. It was just a graveside service. It was raining that day. It was under a tent. Everyone was masked. My mom and sister and I were able to stream it from our couch But it just, you know, the quality wasn't that great, and it was pouring rain, and it was hard to hear. Next year, Aaron wants their family to gather in Iowa and properly celebrate the long and wonderful life of her grandmother. I pictured it. I pictured my family and my little kids and my dad and, you know, all of us that are here in Bozeman, my sister and her little boys, like, all getting on the airplane and, you know, getting on there together and, you know, hug my cousins and hug my aunt and my uncle coming from Phoenix. And 
you know, just being able to celebrate her the way that she wanted and like, you know, go through her house that's been there for 60 years and all the little treasures and the photographs, just sort of reminiscing with all that stuff. Those are the big moments. The ones we have anniversaries and memorials for. The ones that we'll remember years down the road. Then there are the little things. The things maybe we took for granted. The things we never thought we would miss. I'm really tired of wearing jeans and sweatpants to work from home every day. I really miss the clothes and shoes in my closet. You know what I miss? Cramming in like a sardine in a New York City subway. Smiling at people and having them smile back. To just breathe, both a figurative and literal way. Overhearing other people's conversations and trying to puzzle out what their story is. Bump into new people and have like funny, strange interactions with strangers. Sometimes interactions that I didn't want to have, but that now I like really, really miss. You know, sometimes I feel very lucky that I've been mostly able to hunker down with my family, but I really do miss going out, doing something for fun, like a movie, a concert, or going to one of our favorite restaurants and sitting inside. (laughs) I'm really excited to go to a dive bar again, to be in one of those nasty, dirty, grimy places, drinking a beer, eating nachos, I'm going to be signing up for the next marathon and seeing whatever Broadway show is available to me as soon as they open again. I can't wait to pack myself into a sauna and just sweat and breathe together. Go into an insanely crowded club and just dance with people. Gather my closest friends for a good fashion overnight karaoke session. Live music would be great. (laughs) Live music would be great. I would love that. You know, I'm so tired of streaming. I want to love to go to a movie theater and get popcorn and have the lounge chairs, you know, and gosh, it'll be great. And traveling. I used to travel a lot. I was one of the most frequent flyers in this whole company, maybe in the whole state. I really miss getting out and meeting people face to face. I'm not the only one. Former diplomat and lifetime globetrotter Brett Braun can't wait to hop on a plane again and just go anywhere. I really loved to just go and sit at a cafe in Paris or Lisbon and enjoy being outside without a mask on and the street life and, you know, the long dinners and the opportunity to live la bonne vie. For Brett... Like so many of us, it's not just about the destination, but also the journey. You know, sometimes when you can have that glass of champagne, a sunset or a sunrise, looking out over the horizon. I remember a flight I took last year from Vancouver to Rome. And, you know, you're passing over the top of the earth and you can see just ice for miles and miles. And those are the kind of moments where, yeah, you do feel on top of the world, literally. But those, you know, are the special times where traveling still has a lot of its former glory and luster. 
You probably know the cruise industry has been devastated by the pandemic. And there are a lot of people who are anxious to get back out to sea, including Emily Crawford. Last year for Christmas, my boyfriend's family gave everybody a cruise to Alaska. We were going to go in May. I was so, so excited. I'd never been. Going to Alaska has been a lifelong dream. Every day after they gave us the cruise, I would look at my boyfriend and I'd say, hey, baby, guess what? We're going to Alaska, just randomly at some point throughout the day. Then I'd get an eye roll and a smile or a laugh. Then, you know, as the year started to progress, it became more and more clear that we were not going to Alaska. So I'm looking forward to being able to reschedule that and being able to get the eye roll and the smile when I say, hey, baby, we're going to Alaska. And finally, amidst the isolation that was forced on all of us, we wanted to share a pandemic love story. Jessica Hessler co-leads a public health consultancy in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So a couple months into quarantine, I casually joined a dating app in hopes of potentially meeting or connecting with someone, at least just to talk to throughout this whole wild year. Eventually, Jessica did find a match. We talked for a while, and then we talked about how we could meet in a safe way that would allow us to get to know each other a little bit better. And so we decided to take a long walk for our first date, where we ended up walking seven and a half miles, just talking and chatting. They went on more walks together and eventually decided to make it official. And since then, we've just been inseparable. And I feel very grateful to have had his love and support throughout this time. It makes this (laughs) whole year a lot less lonely. And I never thought in a million years that, you know, I would meet someone and fall in love during a pandemic. But here we are. But there is something Jessica has yet to do with the man she met during the pandemic. We haven't been on a proper date yet. We do get takeout and eat that at the dining room table, but it'll be nice to go out and enjoy some of our favorite local restaurants and go see a movie together and do all sorts of other date stuff. So I'm really hopeful that 2021 brings many date nights for us going forward. Thank you for sharing all of your post-pandemic wishes with us. It's hard to believe, but this will be our last episode for 2020. We're going to take a few days off to ring in the very welcome new year and say goodbye to 2020. We'll be back to our regular schedule next week. Stay safe, take care of each other, be kind, and thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Coronavirus Fact vs. Fiction is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer. Felicia Patinkin is the senior producer. Raj Makija is the senior manager of production operations. This week's episodes were produced by Anne Lagamayo, Rachel Cohn, Emily Liu, Aaron Mathewson, Madeline Thompson, Zach St. Louis, and Zoe Saunders. 
Our medical writer is Andrea Kane. Nathan Miller is our engineer. And David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Special thanks to Ben Tinker and Amanda Seely of CNN Health, as well as Ashley Lusk, Courtney Coop, and Daniel Cantor from CNN Audio. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.